T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, everybody? 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. You're listening to B. Mitch and Finley. We're available north points, north, south, east, and west. Good morning, Brian. How you doing? Good, brother. How you doing? Shout out to Jeff Walker. He's got a giant box of Reese's Puffs cereal for breakfast. Nothing gets your day going like a bunch of candy. Yeah. I eat candy for breakfast all the time. I mean, well, I'm not. I'm not knocking. I noticed he's filling that shirt out he got on, so I guess he's only going the other direction. I mean, I have a pot. Literally in my pocket, I have a Reese's, a miniature Reese's cup, a Twix bar, and a Reese's. Pieces. But Jeff is going to say it's cereal. You know, you can do cereal in the morning like that. I mean, it is cereal, but it's Reese's Puffs cereal. That's so sugar cereal. Um, there's a lot I want to talk about today. Uh, specifically, <clears throat> I was thinking about this Landini. I, I think it's time for a vibe check. B. Mitch sent a text this morning. Arte Moreno is the owner of the Angels. The Los Angeles. It, it popped up. And the, I say, oh, well, I got to send this to the guys. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, I believe is what yeah. they're called now. They used to just be the Anaheim Angels. Um, the baseball team in Orange County, California. I think they're just the Los Angeles Angels now. They dropped of Anaheim? Yeah. Good, yeah. because that was stupid. <laughs> um, used like, to be the California Angels back in the day. California Angels was the best one, I think. But whatever the hell. The Angels. We all know who they are. They had that really annoying dude for a while. I think they won one World Series with like a a, a rally monkey. That, do I have the right team? Um, that team. Not the Dodgers, the other team. Not the Padres, the other team. All right? Their owner put their team up for sale. Then he announced, hey, we're not up for sale anymore. I'm going to keep them. Yeah, I have unfinished business. I apparently... We'll get into all this a little later. I, I just want a vibe check on the people because I, I've reported and I remain convinced that this sale is happening and it's moving forward. But what what are the vibes about the sale of the commanders? Does everybody still believe in it? Because there's we had this weird Bezos post commanders report yesterday. Yeah. You know, I, I know that officially Bezos hasn't put a bid in yet. Like there's all sorts of stuff yeah. in, in the in the universe. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do a vibes check. Also want to talk about Chris Harris and and what that means for the commanders. If folks are unaware, um, commanders defensive backs coach Chris Harris. One of the players that a lot of one of the coaches that a lot of the players like. Took another job with the Tennessee Titans. And I'm not entirely convinced it's much of a promotion. Kind of feels lateral. Maybe there's more money. He does have a little bit more of a title. Assistant um, head coach, something like that. Well, I thought he got passing game coordinator. Passing game coordinator. Defensive passing Defense game passing coordinator. Game. Um, Maybe a little bit more cheddar. It's it's interesting. cheaper in uh, Nashville than it is here. 
Yes, but Nashville's not that cheap. Like the South, like Nashville and Charleston of southern cities aren't mm-hmm. nearly as cheap they're as near, you would They're think. not nearly as cheap as the other cities, but they're damn cheaper than Loudoun County. Sure. sure. <laughs> Way cheaper than Loudoun County. Um, before we get to all that, I, I want to start. I, I Brian, some Yo. people believe I'm a complainer. I don't uh, know how that. I don't, no, know. I, I don't. I don't think they. I don't think many people believe you're a complainer. I think they know that you're a complainer. I, I don't know how people could reach that conclusion. Um, I like to point you out. Just do it. I'm gonna. I like to point out six five days a year inadequacies in our society. I, I don't think I'm a complainer. So I, I just want to ask some questions. These are real questions. Okay. Um, we've been doing this show two years, roughly. Yeah. Two years, like next month, right? Um, I'm asking real numbers here, and you can all chime in. I would say I come in studio about 65% of the time, 70% of the time. I go a little lower on that. I'm, well, remember, I'm only in Ashburn four months of the year. Yeah, but then you find other reasons to be out too, so. so you'd go lower than 65? Yeah, I go 62.2. Okay. Landfill, what about you? What's the number? I was going to say 45. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> For just for easy numbers, how many days do we work in a year? Like two hundred? How many days are weekend days? Uh, fifty. You go fifty what two weeks, and you go five days a week. Okay, so let's say it's two hundred fifty days a year. I don't know. I'm two sixty. Two sixty. Perfect. So two sixty days a week, a year. Is that completely inaccurate? No, no, it's two sixty right now. We did two fifty. Image said five days a week. <laughs> 52 weeks a year, and you said, oh, so 250. <laughs> I don't know the answer. I'm asking to <laughs> tell me the answer. It's yeah. 260. Okay, 260. Um, so of 260 days in a year, we're saying a little more than half. So I am coming in this studio about 140 days a year. I would say that's got to yeah. be about right. Maybe. Yeah, go ahead. So that's two years. It's 280 days. I'd say it's probably close to 300, but I, it, it, it's irrelevant. Whatever the sample size is, it's large enough to have a pretty good idea how long it takes me to get downtown, mm-hmm. right? That, that's All I'm trying to establish is that I have a sample size that tells me how long it takes to get down here. Okay. And roughly from my house, 30, 35 minutes. And there are some bottleneck areas, mm-hmm. and, but roughly it's 30, 35 minutes from my home. Yeah. Since the new year, since January 1st, and then, you know, that first week, people are still kind of on vacation, Mm -hmm. but we're now a few weeks into this new year. Yeah. Since then, my commute is like 50 minutes to an hour. Because it's getting back normal. I'm I'm wondering, have government agents, because the federal government tends to drive traffic in our region. Yeah. Have they started... Demanding, or I don't know if demanding is the right word, requiring perhaps more people coming into the office. I think what you have to recognize what is that has changed? we are farther away from when COVID hit. Although it's still hanging around, many people are getting more comfortable. More people are coming into work. And you're getting many people in other businesses also that are running into work. So when you get that and school getting more how it was, yeah. you're going to have a lot more traffic. Have you? Now, we're all coming... You and Landfill are coming from the southwest. Landfill, I guess it's just due west. You're further south. Jeff's coming from the east. Northwest. I'm, Jeff is the closest. Jeff's the, I, I mean, but Landfill, I'm further northwest than you. Like, 
You're probably due west. I'm probably a little northwest. B's probably a little southwest. Jeff is almost due east, right? Does that sound about right? Yeah. And we all come from different roads. Landfill takes Route 7 and 123. Mm-hmm. You take some combination of 66 at GW Parkway. I'm coming down either Mass Ave. I don't do GW Parkway. That's the worst route to come. Okay. I, I'm for, what did we establish? 280 days for me? I'd, I'd say on 250 of them, I have taken Massachusetts Avenue to Rock Creek Park to Main Avenue 395, and I'm here. And it's relatively seamless, and I know where my pain points are. All of a sudden, it's intolerable. So I'm going a different route. I'm going MacArthur down below the Tidal Basin and then connecting over. And and where MacArthur hits Canal Road, whether you're coming MacArthur or Canal, it's that right by Georgetown, right by the backside of Georgetown University, nightmare. Like these, what used to be minor bottlenecks that would take you five minutes are now 15 to 20 minutes. But you have what to understand. What the hell is going on? If nothing is going on. It's just. When you were coming before, a lot of people were at home. You're now dealing with what people were dealing with for the last 1,800 days prior to when you started driving down here. It was always like that. It was always that heavy traffic, but you started coming here right around COVID time when it was like subsiding and a lot of people were staying home. But prior to that, traffic was hell. So let's ask Landfill, because Landfill's been driving in this building for how many years? Six, seven? Uh, seven-ish. How do things stack up lately? Now, obviously, peak of COVID, no, there was no traffic anywhere, right? Like the, the I first, was rolling in here like I was year, driving on the, the Indianapolis 500. Dude, the first year we did the show, like true peak of COVID, like February of 20 when we started, mm-hmm. we were just parking on the street. It was like dystopian times out there. It was <laughs> You could do whatever you wanted. And then slowly things started to come back. Mm-hmm. But Landini's been... Been coming here for seven years. I'm sure it's been worse. I remember a, a, a while ago now, pre-COVID, when I was coming in here a couple times a week at night, that the ride home could be an absolute nightmare. But what have you noticed, Mr. Mullins? Uh, it's been pretty much the same for me. I noticed around May of last year, things got much, much worse. Uh, but pretty much since then, it's been about the same. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think it's worse the same what do you think? I mean, right now, since I learned this other route, it's even better for me because I don't have to pay as much money to come. What, I know what's I your other route? I just come 66 to Washington Boulevard, bring Washington Boulevard all the way up, jump right back on it, come across the bridge, and you end up paying what about— What bridge are you at? Roosevelt? No, on the 14th Street. Okay. No, not 14th, 66. The one that yeah. come and see. So I pay, what, about $2 and something compared to earlier when uh, COVID was—you could come through faster, but you still pay more money. You know, but this is, you find little routes, and I think over time you realize that there are easier ways, but you're coming across the city. You're dealing with traffic lights way more than any one of us yeah, have to deal my, with. Yeah, my like, whole commute you're, is Yeah, lights. you're dealing with all this, this city traffic and all these lights and things of that nature. You're going to always deal with problems. You just never had to deal with it full like you're about to deal with it now. I, I have a serious question, and, and I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm not complaining about anything. Do I just need to leave earlier? Yeah. How? Like, what do I do? How do I make this happen? Uh, if you need, you know that what time you normally leave now? Just leave fifteen minutes early if, you, if you possibly can. Yeah. But see, what you, what what you what I know about you is <laughs> you want to do everything that you want to do, but then you want everybody else to get out of your way when you decide to leave late. <laughs> That's just how you work. 
So uh, just leave earlier. Figure it out. Make your plan the night before. You know, like, I, I know how long it takes me to get here, even if I had a little extra time. So let's say I leave with my house knowing that if I have to, if I run into something, it takes another 20, 30, I can still get there on time. Well, here's what's remarkable, right? And I, uh, I, I noticed this article this morning because actually, of all people, Ted Leonsis, um just tweeted this out. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has reached out to President Joe Biden to say, make government employees go, go back to work because we need, like, the, the revenues, for, yeah, yeah. especially retail businesses, are getting crushed. Parking, everything. D- Yo, D.C. has the highest teleworking rate in the country. Mm-hmm. Landfill, if more of these people come back to work, I got to work from home. I, I, nah, I, don't, you I don't know what you, to, you I'm going to have to leave my house at 7.30, dude. No, you won't. You just got to leave a little earlier than what you've been doing. I don't know. I don't know if I can do it, Jeff. Dude, I have left my house. And I live farther than everybody out here, I would, I would suspect. I've left my house at 8, no, no, 9.15 and got here on time. I had to take the judgment of, am I going to, because when you leave that late, then all of a sudden once you get to um, to, to 66 from the Beltway in, it's relatively nothing, and you can flow. I've left that late. I've also had left sometimes as early as 8 o'clock and rolled in here at 9.50. You see what I'm saying? So it's just, it, 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 you just got to figure it out, man. You know what's a huge difference for me is if I hit Rock Creek Parkway when it's still one-way traffic, I, I cook. But if I'm after that, be how, I, how much time, I, I what's gotta, the difference in the time? Do you know nine, that yet? 9.30. So you need to leave your house to get there by 9.30. Yeah, but... The, which I had always got done, and all of a sudden, something must be going on at Wisconsin and Mass, at the National Cathedral. I, I guarantee you, it, they got construction, construction all, or something. all over this damn city right now. Um, Jeff, what about you, coming from the east side? The east side motel. I don't know why, but it's, it's always traffic coming from where I'm from. Um, it's just like, do you have to come across the, the bridge right over here? Yeah, I come across. I come right down 295. And, uh, across Ridge. I think yeah. a lot of people in it are all coming across here to work. Yeah, because they're coming from, like, the Laurel area and mm-hmm. up north and coming down. Uh, but what I've noticed, Monday is usually not that hectic. Friday as well. Yeah, Monday and Friday. Tuesday but is the Tuesday day. Tuesday and Thursday. That's, oh, man. Well, just even insane. in our office, that's when every – like, this office is a real office on Tuesdays. Every other day, you walk past the kitchen to, like, the, the business side of this building, of, of this floor, it's empty. You walk over there on a Tuesday, it's buzzing. Every little conference room is full, and the mm-hmm. copier machines making noise and stuff. Um, Richard John tried to compare me to the rooster for compa- talking about traffic. I'm not complaining. I'm asking questions. You're I'm complaining. Try- trying to get to the bottom of it. Uh, <laughs> You're complaining. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. Uh, John Trimble on Twitter says that traffic in Northern Virginia is definitely worse than several weeks ago. His commute is from Fredericksburg to Wood Fredericksburg to Woodbridge, and it's a nightmare. Well, his traffic is where is always crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean that's so, ninety five. I mean, we understand, God brother. Speed. But, uh, hey, more power to you, brother. Um, Stephen Taylor says traffic is back and it's pissed. You just have to leave fifteen minutes earlier. Yeah, you got to leave earlier. All right, um, it's probably not going to happen. But dude, I was 
stuck in traffic at the Lincoln Memorial this morning at 9.50. And I, I looked at the clock, and I'm like, I'm, I'm on the air in about 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> May have been an, an aggressive finish to my morning drive. But we got here. All's well. Mm-hmm. Um, Just leave early. Let's ask. I want to ask the people if all is well with Dan Snyder selling the commanders. Um, I've reported, other folks have reported, I think the Post has reported, that it sure looks like this thing is getting sold. Um, people expect it to be one of the, it, it, it's projecting to be the, the highest sports sale of all time franchise. Mm. Um, it looks like it's coming relatively quick is what I've heard. <clears throat> We're starting to hear more and more about this Bezos report from yesterday from the New York Post that I'm not entirely sure what to expect, what what that report means. And then you get this thing from Arte Moreno, the owner of the Angels, that all of a sudden he's out. He's mm-hmm. not he's not selling, he's keeping it. Now baseball's got some unique headwinds. Look at what the Nationals. Look but, at what happened I, with the Nats. Think about this with uh, Art Moreno, though. Was he being forced out? I doubt it, but don't or, know. Or had he decided to sell? I do think there was. I think he had had some political troubles locally in Anaheim with Orange County. But look at the Nats too. The Nats were selling, and now they're not. Or, or at least the Post is reporting it doesn't look like they're going to. I, I think baseball. They're not getting the number that they wanted, though. I, yeah. I mean, Ted DiBiase's a million dollar man. Everybody's got a price. I think, I think baseball has some real unique headwinds due to cable television rights mm-hmm. um, that the NFL, frankly, doesn't have. The NFL is on broadcast television. Yep. The NFL is available for free. I mean, eighty percent of NFL games are available free for ninety nine, baby, which is so different than every other product. So I, I want just a vibe check on the sale. People can call in 800-636-1067. We have a packed show coming, so I don't know how many other times we'll be able to do calls, so I wanted to start with it. Yeah, right here we can kill it. 800-636-1067. How you feeling about the sale of the Commanders? Good? Bad? Definitely happening? You're not so sure? We're going to break that down when we return, but before we run, i got to tell you about Cloakroom. Nominated multiple times for Best Overall Gentlemen's Club in the country, and it just got even better. Located on 4th and K Northwest, the Cloakroom is the first gentleman's club in the United States with its own sports book. You heard me right. Place wagers at traditional betting windows or kiosks while enjoying the entertainment. If you're not into that, take the elevator up to the 4th floor year-round climate-controlled sports book and lounge called Over Under. State-of-the-art retractable roof TV showing all the games. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hard to find booze. They got a killer bourbon selection. Bloody Marys, mimosas, all of it. My boy, uh, my boy was drinking Blanton's the other night when we were hanging out in there. They had this special Knob Hill single barrel. They got it all, man. You can check them out online, cloakroomdc.com. Be Mitch and Finley, 1067 The Fan. Make sure you're following along on social media. Check out the show at B. Mitch Finley. Check Brian out at B. Mitch Live NBCS. Or you can check me out at JP Finley NBCS. All right, I want to start here. Um, yesterday afternoon, I put a, a tweet out asking if Commanders fans care who buys the team. Mm-hmm. Um, more than 3,000 votes, 35,000 people saw this poll, right? So it's a it's a big Sample size. Um, Three options to vote. Don't care who buys it, just sell it. Yes, I care. I want Bezos. Yes, I care. I want somebody besides Bezos. 61% of people said, don't care, just sell it. 30.8% said, yes, and I want Bezos. 8.2% said, yes, I don't care who it is. I just want somebody besides Bezos. Mm Mm-hmm. Where are fans at about the sale, especially on the heels of Arte Moreno? The I think it's A R T E, so I think it's pronounced Arte. Maybe it's just Art. Um, but Moreno is no longer selling the Angels. Um, they put out a statement last night, uh, I think via social media, saying the following: that they're no longer selling the team. They've got unfinished business. Um, and it's, it's interesting. They also have a lot going on with, uh, Otani out there. Um, this is what Arte Moreno, the owner of the angels said last night, the, the team put out a tweet. It said today, the angels announced, excuse me, that the Moreno family is ending the exploratory process to sell the team and will continue ownership throughout the 2023 season and beyond. During this process, it became clear that we have unfinished business and we feel we can make a positive impact on the future of the team and the fan experience. This offseason, we committed to a franchise record payroll and still want to accomplish our goal of bringing a World Series championship back to our fans. We are excited about this next chapter of Angels Baseball. We are grateful to Galatioto Sports Partners for their outstanding efforts throughout the process that allowed us to meet with a number of highly qualified individuals and groups who express strong interest in the club. However, as discussions advanced and began to crystallize, we realized our hearts remain with the Angels, and we are not ready to part ways with the fans, players, and our employees. Signed, Art Moreno, Angels owner. Um, so in reading that, I got, actually it was radio last night, sent me a, I suppose a parody of that, that was circling around the internet, with the exact same thing with, so I, I'll read it. This got sent to me last night, and I told him, I was like, dude, that's fake. But but look at this, B. It's the exact same statement, and they just substitute Super Bowl championship instead of World Series championship. 
and they substitute Commanders football instead of Angels baseball. They substitute Bank of America Securities instead of Galotioto Sports Partners. <laughs> and then they substitute Dan Snyder for Arte Moreno. How viable is that, that he walks this whole thing back? Because the situations are certainly different, but this is a major league, a professional sports business in one of the big four leagues that was first sale, and then it isn't. I, I'll i start. I'll kick this thing off. I believe Dan is selling the team. I believe this is happening, and it's happening relatively soon. I, just, I, I don't think they're walking it back. I'm like you because I, I think that the circumstances are different than what Moreno or anybody else has dealt with. And I think the, the mere fact that it came out that it's going to be, uh, I think that that's because they see things that we haven't been privy to just yet. Sure. I think I got this tweet from the Washington Brass. Says some in the financial markets think there's a major downturn coming or is already here. Consider all the tech layoffs. The learners and the Morenos know that they can't get the best offers under these conditions. Best wait until a favorable market returns. I think I think I think the Nat situation is super unique. Because they don't own their own television rights. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't think you could compare the Nats to really anything else because of the Masson-Orioles situation. I think the reason the Nats can't get sold is because a new owner can't get any sort of resolution on the Masson deal. I don't know. I mean, I I think most owners look at that deal and go like, that's not a real win-win. No. That's like, I get a team, but you know what? I am making way less than everybody else off of my product. And, I mean, I, I, I was reading something over the weekend that Major League Baseball is, they just hired a, a, a dude to take over kind of local media rights for teams, at least to be a, a lead advisor. Because so much is changing where a number of baseball teams already own their own cable outlet. Like, look at the Red Sox, look at the Dodgers, look at the Yankees, a lot of these, Mm -hmm. the Cubs, like a lot of these big teams either own or have ownership in the company that shows the games. Yeah. And I imagine that's what the Nats want. That's what future owners of the Nats want. And it just seems like that is completely tied up. Yeah. So I'm not looking at that. I don't know enough about this Angels situation. Landfill, maybe we could book an Angels reporter at some point this week just to kind of get an idea of what is going on in Los Angeles, Anaheim, California. Because um, perhaps there's something specific there. I think the Nats situation is kind of on an island. And I believe the Snyder sale, is the commander's sale, is going forward. Are you in the same boat, B? Yeah. What are the people saying? Where's the vibe on the sale of the commander's my guy Toothpick is on the line. What's up, Pick? Hey, what's good, JP? What's up, B? What's up, brother? Listen, the vibe is this. As long as this thing gets sold to a non-penny-pitching owner, we will be good. Because right now, you got to think, man, Dan Snyder has... Have you ever heard the word budget when it comes to an NFL franchise? Heard it a bunch the other day. <laughs> right, you heard a bunch the other day from this one franchise. Our owner does not have the money to stay in this billion-dollar boys' club anymore 
He's borrowing money hand over fist. And every time he walks out of his front door, he does something that gets him in the news for the wrong reasons, right? So, yeah, let's get this thing sold to somebody that everybody doesn't hate, that can get along and play along, and can get deals done and not taken advantage of in those deals. Yeah, let's get this dude out of here. Let's, let's put the for sale sign up. Let's get it sold. Call John Leahy. Help that dude pack. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you, Pick. All right, phone lines are open, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. What's the vibe on the commander sale? Is it happening? I believe it is. B believes it is. Toothpick wants Dan to call John Leahy to sell his house. We'll figure it all out. Um, I, I do want to turn to the CBSO as as we are experiencing so much. There, listen, there are a lot of tech layoffs. We can ask Ben White about it tomorrow, like what exactly will kind of – fall out economically over the next six months or whatever. Um, Lanville, do you think this thing's going forward? Because I do, but I know there are people like my boy Mitch Tischler's like, man, I, I think it's all an okie doke. I think it's going to happen. I do. Um, I don't really have any evidence to support that other than they made a statement because they, they're pretty, um, you know, quiet on, on how the process is developing. But the thing with the Angels does make me at least a little nervous that, you know, there's some precedent in sports for the owner just saying, nah, I'm going to keep the team. But I think, I think. And the language is quite similar. Yeah. I think the language may be quite similar, but I think listening to Jerry the, from the. Uh, That's a good point. Jerry Bell's uh, thing, uh, Ursay earlier. And I think Ursay, many people felt like Ursay was just being rogue. I think, no, he was speaking because of what others were talking about. And he mentioned. What you gonna do? Bring my stuff out in the public? It's already out there, right? I, I think it is. I think because ultimately, there's a lot of smoke out there, and I also believe that they feel that if things don't were to change, I think these owners now think that they have the right to be able to come out and get the enough votes to do what they got to do. See, I think they very much want to avoid that route, and that's why they want this sale to happen. Yeah, and they, they want to avoid it, but I think they're at a point now where. There's been some years of embarrassment to them. And, and hell, they've said it publicly. It's not like, I mean, you know, uh, the, the reports keep coming out, and I, I don't think that somebody who's giving these reports is just making it up themselves. Some owners are telling them. But right. now on, owners never spoke publicly about other people. They're starting to do it now. Totally, 100%. What, one thing that's interesting is when the commanders made their announcement it was that they've hired bank of america to explore potential transactions that's a quote mm-hmm. the moreno family was in an exploratory process so nobody's committing to anything it's all about exploration like they're vasco da gama here's craig in woodbridge craig what's the vibe on the sale man is it happening i don't think so uh-oh why is not something Something, leaves, uh, something going on in my head and my ear right now. I hear a buzz of Dan Snyder getting a British citizenship. And I think he's going to take the team and bring it over on the other side of the pond. You think he's moving the team to London? Yep. I hope you're wrong, man. I, I, you're not. I do, too. I don't, I don't see where that shows any anywhere. No, no matter what he said or what he what what Dan has done, that that shows that. Thank you for the call, bud. Because I think infrastructure 
over there is going and I don't think they're going to be voting to say, hey, come, we're going to build you a stadium. He could just play at Wembley. He could play. Wembley and Tottenham are built out for NFL teams. I mean, they play, I they play you, eight games a year. The field on Wembley is not the same field at, at an NFL stadium. It's it's not crowned. Have you seen FedEx? But I'm just saying, it's not crowned. Most, most, most NFL stadiums are crowned. That's not. And that place is very much like Candlestick Park used to be. Tottenham, well, so they've redone Wembley in the last decade. But Tottenham's brand new, and it was built specifically with NFL okay. guidelines. But, again, I don't think it's happening. But that's what's happening in this sales process, and I know this from my phone, is you get a million theories out there. There's a lot of people thinking a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. Going to London, going to St. Louis. Like, I mean, a lot of crazy stuff. I think now, Tottenham's field has that um, Cardinals thing where they slide one field. That they can, like, slide the okay. field out of the stadium mm-hmm. and just put a new one in. All right. So maybe – because I, I, I don't think the soccer teams want the uh, the little bit they of don't grade like the crown, no. that NFL yeah. teams do. Phone lines are open. Vibe check on the sale. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. You call. We'll take it. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. The NFL Conference Championships games are this Sunday, and you can enjoy more drills than a two-minute drill on FanDuel. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account because they're giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means you'll get free bets back if your Conference Championship same-game parlay doesn't hit. Bet on everything from the money line to the point spreads to which player will score a touchdown. Or if you can't decide, you can ride with thousands of other fans and bet popular same-game parlays already made for you. New to FanDuel? Sign up with promo code BRIAN to see for yourself why it's America's number one sportsbook. And if you already have FanDuel, you can start building your no-sweat same-game parlay today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 106.7 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old and present in Virginia. Three-plus legs, minimum $1 bet required. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable free bet that expires seven days after receipt. Max bonus is $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. P. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. Vibe check with the people. How's everybody feeling about the commanders getting sold? California Angels were up for sale, and then they weren't. Team owner Arte Moreno said, nah, we're good. We're going to keep it. Anybody nervous? My man Carl's in Alexandria. Carl, what up, man? Vibe check. Hey, what's up, fellas? Hello, Carl. Hey, um, I was just thinking, that last caller got me to thinking. You know, I think Snyder's under pressure to sell the team because nobody here in this area likes him. But, but what's to stop him from saying, you know what, I own this team. Hell, I'll just relocate to another city. And they're starving for a team. They'll they'll give me a stadium. What's I don't know about that, at? man. I think you look around this country. Not many people give it stadiums anymore. I think the only viable threat. Look, Carl. I'm telling you, you're not like a lot of people are worried about this. And thank you for the call, dude. Thanks for listening. I think St. Louis would do it. St. Louis was ready to build a new joint for the Rams. And then the Rams skipped town. Think about how much money St. Louis just got paid because the Rams broke their terms of the lease or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just think the NFL wants a team here. Uh, totally. And I think him trying to move it out of here might ma- finally make them say, we don't give a damn. We're going to make this vote. It, he, I was talking with um, 
some dudes that do government affairs. Government affairs, if you, if you don't know this, government relations. Whenever you see that, it's just a fancy word for lobbyist, okay? Because mm-hmm. nobody wants to be called a lobbyist. You know how attorneys never want to be called lawyers? Mm-hmm. Government affairs officials never want to be called lobbyists. That's Same, what they are, though. That's exactly what they are. I was talking to some folks that I know that work for major Wall Street corporations. Billions and billions of dollars. Some of the biggest companies in the world. And I was like, I was like, you guys have a D.C. office, right? They're like, yeah, of course. I was like, does everybody have a D.C. office? They're like, yeah, of course. Why like, would you? And if you build a dope-ass stadium downtown, especially if it's at RFK, and you know the kind of concerts and World Cup events and everything you're going to get, your company would buy a suite there, right? He's like, of course. Every major corporation in the country would have a suite at a D.C. stadium. Mm-hmm. They just would. Because it's Ma- inside the city and they could do more business here. Yo, if you get it has if, more cachet. If you could make RFK happen and it's I mean, you could walk. You could literally walk from the Capitol. What do you figure that is? A 25 minute walk? 30 minute walk? I'm right there. You could walk. You, it, people will print cash. Takes money to make money, but if you can get there, vibe check. Brian and Percyville, vibe check. AJP, I say no way he's not selling. Ugh. It was uh, a couple weeks ago when he put Carson Wentz back in. I think you still have owner coach going on where uh, he's still pulling some strings there. Uh, you think that was Dan's move to, to put you, Carson back in? Yeah. Sorry to cut you off, Brian. I, I don't know about that one. That's one that I'm, I'm, I, I will say I'm Would you be stunned with. if he was like, yo, let's see what Carson's got? Or – or makes a call is like, hey, are you curious if Carson could help us? Hey, man, I'm going to go against that one. But, hell, by that point, he wasn't <laughs> even coming to games. Yeah, so, I mean, if I'm not going to be watching it, who cares who plays? Carl Greeby says, Snyder doesn't care what people think, but he does care that nobody wants to work with him on a stadium. We all seem to sleep also on – the six billion dollars he's going to put in his pocket, yeah. And the do we? I don't. I can't remember the number off the top of my head. I want to say it's eight hundred fifty million that he owes to the NFL within the next two years. Is it eight fifty? I thought it was four fifty. Okay, maybe it's four fifty. Yeah, whatever yeah. that figure is, he's yeah. got to pay it back. Yeah, John, it's going to be more than four fifty because it got some interest going on on that. It's probably sure. interest, Brian. I got my year end mortgage statement. You just. What a kick in the in the gut interest. Oh yeah. Like the 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 principal's going down some, but the interest sure gets paid, man. Oh hell yeah. Uh John is in Rockville. Johnny, vibe check. All right, what's going on, guys? Um I think there are three issues that people are not kind of thinking about. One, as you mentioned, is the stadium thing. I, I think the new owner has to know that they're gonna be able to get the stadium in DC. Number two is I think everybody and their brother knows that Dan Snyder has to be out, so I don't think he's drawing the type of money he wants, and I think that's going to be a big issue. And number three is I think that the potential sale of the Nationals complicates this thing too. So I just kind of wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. Thanks. Well, I think the Nats thing, based on the reporting from the Post, is on hold. Thanks for the call, John. I think Nats, it sounds like the Nats aren't selling, and if they do, it's a minority. I don't think that has anything. The Nats sale has nothing to do with his sale. I agree. I, I think football and baseball are just different stratospheres. 
Um, as far as not one thing getting, is only selling for six million or more, six billion or more. Another one is around two point seven billion, maybe, if that. Well, and as far as not getting the number he wants, I'm not closing that door yet. Like, yeah, if, if, I mean, if they're up, I think front office. He can get said, the number he wants and probably more if he doesn't push one person away. Well, I think front office sports said. The highest offer right now is $6.3 billion. Yeah. You know what happens in high leverage negotiations? Numbers tend to go up. Yeah. It's the NFL. But I think you get 6.3, that's all that's positive. But if you keep and you don't have the support around the area that you're supposed to have, you start losing. Right. Right. Like, if they say they don't sell now, in another five years they want to reconsider it. And by that point, you're still at beat up FedEx – RFK has been developed into something else. At some point, that is not just going to sit there forever. Oh, yeah. Like, then what do you got? Mm-hmm. Sean is in Portsmouth. Or even, like, let's let's look wider than getting back to RFK. Let's put it in Virginia. Whatever little bits of land still exists in Loudoun, and I know there's still talk about that site um, right on the Fairfax-Loudoun border. I think it's the there's it's one of the Silver Line stops. You know what I'm talking about, Landfill? The one by the sheets with the uh, quarry? Not the quarry. There's one closer in. I think it's in more in Reston than it is further out. What's, what? There's a metro stop out there that's like oh, Celebration right there, Station Willie, or whatever. Off of Willie Avenue? Yeah. What's in the, the metro stop? Whatever. Innovation Station. They might know. That's been talked about for a while. Another five years of this, that'll be developed by something else. There'll off be a data Willie? center. There'll be something. The one off of Willie. That's the site Phillips has always said is is the crown jewel of Virginia. I thought Virginia that was the one that was more about 28 and 20, 28 and, uh, and 267. Maybe Is that the quarry? They can't, they, yeah, that's a quarry area because you can't build anything in wrestling right there. All I'm saying is whatever exists now won't exist if you try to kick this nah, can. It might be a few high-rises there yeah. and a few. Data center, well, high-rises. The, the airport may keep them from putting too Some many high-rises Some high-end grocery store. Sean is in Portsmouth. Sean, what up, man? Vibe check. Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Good, buddy. How are you? All right. I, I don't think he would take it out of uh, D.C. because there's some more big market uh, places left, is it? Because New York got their teams and all the others, but California got their. If he take it out, it won't, it'll be a small market franchise he would have to go to, wouldn't it? A small market area. Yeah, I mean, thank you for the call, Sean. If you look at, you know, Art Modell left Cleveland to come to Baltimore – Cleveland's probably a bigger city than Baltimore, I would guess, but they had a stadium deal in place. And generally, when you've seen moves, I mean, going from St. Louis to L.A. was a no-brainer, but Kroenke built his own stadium. Yep, and he went way in the billions. I, I, I don't want to say outright that it's not going to happen, but there, it's not logical to leave this market with this money to go elsewhere. Last yeah. one on this, E is in D.C. E, vibe check. What's up, man? How you guys doing? Thanks for taking We're my good, call. We're good, man. We're good, dude. All right. I just wanted to ask you. I saw on Twitter um, when you tweeted the joke about um, Lamar Jackson not playing and uh, Patrick Mahomes, and you got a lot of feedback. And I saw that Junior Gallette responded to you. I want to know if you guys um, think that that's going to be an issue at all when they try to sell the team. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Thank you for the call. Junior, Junior on his Instagram says he has a – a lawsuit pending against Dan that will hold up the sale for three hundred mil. I, I mean, you're I talking think that, six, seven billion. If that's directly against Dan, that's gonna go with Dan no matter where it goes. I don't think that's gonna have anything to do with the sale. 
Barstool Nate joins us when we return. Don't go anywhere. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.